Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about what you can expect from the next generation of Xbox, Cyberpunk 2077 for free, EA pulls out a GDC 2020, Metro Studios 4A games on their next-gen graphics, and the PS5 could collect your biofeedback via optional DualShock 5 attachment. We also have the best weekly deals across all the gaming platforms for you. My name is Gray Aussie Gamer, and join with me is the man who just works way too much, way too often, Deaf Puppies. How are you, man? Dude, it's been a week, hey? Um, also, can we just, I don't know why, but the way you said biofeedback just then sounded really dirty. It's like biofeedback. It was, it's, it was uh, um, it, it yeah. It is what it is. I didn't <laughs> make that up. That is ripped straight from their uh, pattern, so... Yeah, yeah. No, I've been I've been good this week, man. I've actually been working a little bit less this week. I um, I had some days off for the first time in a couple of weeks, which was which kind of nice. Um, not gonna lie. I bet you that was lovely. It was. It was not long enough, but lovely all the same. Um, yeah, yeah. But aside from that, I, I did manage to get some games in. I um, nothing new though. Um, bit more Tarkov. Um, mostly just kind of playing some offline games. I I played on played on with a friend the other night, and we ended up getting like four extracts, which was pretty good. Nice. I was pretty happy with that in a row. I was like, yeah, no deaths, fucking aces. Um, Turn it up. Yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna be a pro real soon. You watch. I'll be so good. <laughs> um, and then what else did I played a bit, a little bit more Apex, and I finally got back into God of War. After way too many weeks of not being able to play it, I oh, that's got right. back yeah. into it, and because I was like moving, everything was crazy. But yeah, I, I've, now I have the time to give it. Like, I could always jump on for an hour or two if I wanted to, but I wanted to be able to sit down for a few hours and give it the time the game deserves to really like let myself get into it properly. Yeah, yeah, that's um, not a bite-sized game. That you just yeah, you need to consume that thing. Yeah, you need a few hours at a time, just kind of sit yeah, in and yeah. just kind of cruise around. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been good. It's it's good to play games. I almost remember how to do it, which is nice. <laughs> Mate, you're not you're not the only one. Um, I fucking I feel like I haven't played. I haven't sat down at my PC for two weeks. I was away. Um, sorry for last week's podcast. That actually didn't happen because I uh, forgot a cable. Which is, uh, <laughs> it was a whole microphone. This time. And uh, yeah, left the cable at home. So top two plays. Anyway. In in that whole time, I didn't really get any games. I took my Switch with me, but um, played a little bit of Dragon Quest. That's about it, really. I didn't have much time. And I've only just got back two days ago, and tonight was my first time that I got some time to sit down and actually play something on my PC. And it was Escape from Tarkov, and unfortunately, their servers absolutely had a meltdown. So I didn't even get... I got one game in, and that was it. That's the uh, extent They've of had some server issues lately this week, I think. They've had heaps, man. They're just like, they're getting bombed with the amount of players. But tonight's yeah. one was quite quite interesting because when it happened, I was like, man, seriously? Like, I only just got back. I want to get into this. Jumped onto Reddit real quick to see if it was an issue because we were all struggling trying to connect. And Pestily, um, an Australian streamer who is pretty much known for Tarkov, has... You know, coming out of, like, he's worked really hard on his stream and whatnot, but it's also, like, he is skyrocketing now just with the popularity of Tarkov and how good he is at the game and how entertaining yeah. and that. 
So he's currently right now, as, as we're recording this, he's doing a live uh, 24 to 36 hour stream for charity. Um, and the reason why he crashed the service, or they think he crashed the service, is he had like 24,000 people watching him on Twitch. And he tried, like, because he's doing giveaways and stuff like that, he told um, everyone who was watching him to load into Factory a map and, you know, not bring anything and they're going to play a game of hide and seek or something in the map. And that's yeah. when the servers just crashed when you've got that many people trying to uh, Oopsies. load onto the same thing, I guess. So, yeah, that was Damn it. Goddamn that was streamers. Of, uh, yeah, that was Ruining the end of my everything. gaming. Bastards. So, yeah, that's been me, mate. That has been me. Before we get into it, we've had a bit of a, the last, what, two months, three months? It's been pretty slow for games, really, big new releases. Everything has been slow. Like, there was, like, news has been, it's been a struggle, yeah. What games are you looking forward to in the next month? Let's go, let's just say two months. Two months, what have we got? I don't even know what's out in the next two months. I should really know. Doom's out soon, isn't it? Doom is out very soon. Doom's out very soon. I'm looking forward to that. Um... I was almost convinced to buy Animal Crossing for my wife, but I don't think that's happening anymore. I may have talked her out of it, thank God. Um, <laughs> Doom's probably yeah, my yeah. biggest one. I can't... Doom, think... and that's, a, that's a solid title, man. That, that's yeah, I, just, I can't okay. think of anything else that's coming out within the next month or two that's really... Mm, well, the well, totally one thing I do, I do need to apologize for our last, last podcast was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. I didn't realize that it recently got delayed a month. Um, so when I thought it came out last month, it's actually oh, coming geez. out coming okay. out uh, in a week, I think, a week or two. So, yeah, it's not far off anyway. It wasn't, <laughs> God, it wasn't we're professional. Big, it wasn't a big delay, but it was a small small one. Oh, it didn't really make that much news. It, it, because it was such a small delay, I think, no one really was bothered by it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Ori um, is one of mine. I'm definitely so good. Yeah, no, Ori's... Or is a good one as well. What else is out and, though? Like, oh, Resident Evil is out yeah. soon. Yeah, that's the end of March. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe the first week of April that's out. So they are slowly trickling in, and then obviously we've got um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh man, going all in on that. And yeah, we're gonna get too excited. far into the year. Very excited. I can't wait for that game, man. I'm trying my best not to. Um, not to watch too much of it. I, I want to go in as fresh as I can with it. But it's hard. Yeah, not that's to watch true. It. It's hard not to watch stuff like that. I'll just have to research for you. Yeah, okay. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. And I'll, I'll I'll not tell you all about it. You will not. I will, I will not. Just mute my, I'll just mute it all and uh, you can go and talk to an empty space. Yeah, why not, right? I'll just talk to the void. It'll be fine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> shall we move into our deals of the week? Over on PlayStation, we have the Bioshock Collection, Sims 4, and Firewall Zero Hour still there from PlayStation Plus. I believe you'd probably got two two weeks left on that to get those. Um, Bioshock's an obvious one there to get. PSN Deals of the Week. Now, these are the ones that we've picked out. Uh, the two here this week are The Outer Worlds for forty-four ninety-seven. 100% definitely go pick that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That price, that's half price of release, and Resident Evil 2 remake for twenty four ninety five. Um, with Resident Evil three remake, that's all right. That's a pretty good deal. Coming out very soon. Go back and get into this because if you 
for people who don't know, these games, Resident Evil 2 and 3, um, they happen in the same timeline, as in they're happening at the same time in the same games. So it's handy to play too, because you'll have a rough idea of some of the things that are going on, and you obviously will be going back to the same locations. Well, you did in the originals. Who knows? They might have changed it around for the third one. Over on Xbox this week, our weird games with gold is the TT Isle of Man still, Call of Cthulhu, and Star Wars Battlefront. Um, is Battlefront, is that one or two? That's one. So that's the, the, the Xbox title? Uh, yeah. Like okay. the old, old one, like the very first oh, one that came out. Yeah. Um, with our deals with gold this week, we have Doom, the 1993 version for $2.20. And Nier Autonoma, we as God's Edition for $27.50. What did you, did you like the, did you play the original Doom? Like Doom 1993 version? A long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, in the galaxy somewhat far away, I did, yes. Um, yeah. Still though, I mean, with the new one coming out and that being like two bucks, I'm like, why the fuck not, right? Yeah, well, it, it, it's, uh, it is retro. It's full retro. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You're not and getting any HD crispy. No, there isn't. Not at all. Heading over to our portable on the Switch, we have Dragon Ball Fighter Z for fifteen dollars, and two games that have just recently been announced for the Switch: uh, the Metro series, Metro 2033 Redux, and Metro Last Night Redux. Both of these games are out on February 28th. And they will go for $36.95. Awesome. I don't even know how they actually... Well, suppose... Metro would be interesting to play on a Switch. Mm, yeah, well, see. Because, I, I mean, thinking, there's, like, so, there's how such... How they get that on there? But they got the yeah. Witcher on there, so... They've got the Witcher on there. But, I mean, because they're, they're, they're such atmospheric games, too. Like... Yeah. yeah like, definitely. having that small screen is really going to pull you out of it. So, I don't know how well... I mean, it's good that they're on there and people that have a Switch can get them, but... Because they're fantastic games, but I just don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna translate well. No, you are right. Metro is yeah. that's a, you play in a dark room on a big TV, or you're close up to your monitor with the headphones on. We need that's, a that's we need a VR Metro. That's what we need. That'll scare the living bejesus out of you. Beautiful, would be. Over on the Epic Store this week, we have Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, is off there for free. We have another game called Ferraria. I believe that's how you pronounce it. This game is a, a unique living board. So it's also the only card game where you can gain all 300 cards in less than 50 hours. Um, I'm not too sure why they made that their caption to pull you in to get the game, but that's, that's neat. <laughs> that's all I don't know. And last but not least, there's three games this week for free on Epic. Uh, Inner Space. So Inner Space is a game about exploration, about player-driven moments, both small and grandoise. Take your time, soar through the skies, and dive through oceans, and the secrets of the inverse will reveal themselves. Looks quite interesting. If you uh, have your Epic Store account, head over there and have a look at those. And remember, you can also download those games and just have them in your library um, ready to go. You don't have to actually... Sorry, you don't actually have to fully download the entire yeah, you can just kind of hold them there in your pocket if you ever want them. I yeah, don't know, though. which like, is good. Syndicate, I don't know. Some people like Syndicate. I'm not a huge fan of it, personally. 
I think I played I, it when I was. I love. I loved Syndicate. I I love the aesthetic. I, I I was playing it at a time where I was very burnt out in the Assassin's Creed series, though. So I think that's affecting yeah, me a yeah. bit. Um, that's... but I mean, it was better than Unity, but that's not hard. So oh, you know, not not hard at all. Yeah. But it, 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 was, it was okay, you know, it was just more Assassin's Creed, and it was alright for me, but again, yeah, I'd still... been on a binge. Well, that's it. See, so many years straight. It. See, and it is, for people that don't know yet, maybe, that Syndicate is part of maybe the older style of Assassin's Creed games that Ubisoft were doing, um, when they kind of pivoted to more of an RPG with Origins. I think, I think it was the last one before Origins. It was the last one before Origins. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good game. Good game. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah, I'd play it for free. That's right. Well, shall we go into the news this week? And it is quite a large, beefy week. There is some. It was good timing, actually, having our podcast today because Xbox decided to come out and drop a heap of information on their new X Series console. Shall we get into that? No, let's just leave it alone. That's all we're going to tell you now. That's it. So, thanks for the, that's it. That's the cast on. Thank you for listening. Moving on. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're done. All Goodbye. Right. Let's get into it. So, what can you expect from the next generation of gaming? So, the future of gaming has never been more inspiring. Uh, this has all come from their main website. Yeah, they, uh, they yeah, um, posted a blog earlier this morning. Yeah, that's so, it. Some ridiculous time. Yeah. <laughs> So this is where all this information is coming from. There is, we'll put a link in the description because there is a lot of information there if you want to go and check it out. So the future of gaming has never been so more inspiring. Creativity in games is flourishing. New services empower you to discover more games and brings you closer to the games and the creators and streamers that you love. The, cl the cloud creates a massive opportunity to stream console quality games and play with the people you want, wherever you want. And for many of us, nothing is more inspiring than the dawn of a new console generation. We know you expect the next generation of consoles to set new standards in graphical power and processing speed, converging together in games that look incredible and feel alive. This will be defined by worlds that are visually astounding and immediately immersive with innovative leaps in CPU, GPU, and storage technology to give you frictionless access to new stories and new creators constantly. We've been using the Xbox Series X in our internal take-home program and are energized by the feedback we've been receiving. At Xbox, we value being open and transparent with you, and I am proud to be able to share the details about some of the technologies we are enabling for the next generation. And I look forward to boldly sharing more as we head towards E3. So some of the main points they've got there that they want to they touch on, next-gen custom processor, variable rate shading, Hardware accelerated DirectX ray tracing, SSD storage, quick resume, dynamic latency input, HDMI 2.1 innovation, 120 frames per second support, smart delivery, and four generations of gaming all on the one console. Puppies, steer us through this massive amount of information. Hail the frames! <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the processors. The process is whatever. That's cool. More power. Um, ray tracing, we were kind of expecting anyway. I mean, that was like the buzzword was ray tracing. So 
whatever. Yeah, and, and what is it like? I think so. I think like reading through this, um, SSD is good as well. Um, so that I mean, faster like uh, faster loading, all that kind of shit. Um, the quick resume is basically you don't have to. It'll, I'm assuming the games will work like apps. You can just kind of open one up if, as long as you don't fully close it and you can go back into where you were exactly, um, mm-hmm. which will be part of like the SSD and the processor working together quite well. Um, HDMI 2.1 innovation. I mean, cool, I guess. I mean, there's making experiences better for TV, like certain TVs and stuff. Um, yep. But, I mean, so I was, I was reading through this and... So they're looking at, like, it's going to be about twice as powerful as the Xbox One X, which is, like, their, their big boy powerful console now. Yep. Which isn't bad. I think, I believe the words 12 teraflops were being thrown around. Oh, man. We get, we get all love, those flops. I love, I love, I love, I love the extra flops. Yeah, man. As, so I, as I've seen on Twitter today, someone's like, teraflops just sounds like a bad handjob. <laughs> the Xbox love it. Out 12 of them. <laughs> oh god Maybe. but i mean this... <laughs> what do you um I, the the one thing that i'm a bit worried about and i know playstation will do it as well um mm. because consoles do it now is the quick resume thing i know on playstation and it does it heaps on xbox it it does lag your console down quite a bit and this one here, in the new one, the Xbox Series X, it can do multiple games. I think like, it'll be... That's pretty... Same as literally anything else. If you have multiple things open, it's going to run slower. Like, my, my... Do you need multiple games open? I mean, maybe? And obviously, this is digital only. It's not going to work with a physical disc. Um, Could you imagine if it did, though? Oh. Just... Mate, game yeah, changer. But then game again, changer. why would they bother doing that with discs when they're trying to get rid of them anyway? Um, yeah. But I mean, I mean, this also like everything seems pretty solid. I saw some comparisons online to like PC parts and how everything's built, and apparently, um, on paper, this is looking very similar to the 2080 Super as mm. far as graphical performance. Maybe no, fifty seven hundred XT was the one I saw. Oh, there, oh, uh, was it? Yeah, I swear I read yeah, the twenty eighty Super one. Still, that's pretty solid though. Oh yeah, they're like they're, they're they're mostly like high mid range graphics cards now. So that's yeah, right. no, it's it's got the it's got the goods in it. Like um, mm. by the looks of it, anyway. Um, no one will obviously know until we get get right into it, or digital digital foundry can break this thing open and really show what it's worth yeah um i like how they they've built support for 120 frames i don't know you know i don't think you're going to be seeing the next halo um do that on i reckon they, i reckon they will i reckon they'll do it because i mean you've got maybe new console flagship title which is a first person shooter they would be silly not to have it be able to hit 120 frames yeah but you're also going to think like there, this is a console that's targeting TVs. How many TVs do 120 frames? Not many. But it still sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, it sounds good. But like, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be an option. Like I, I'm, like, I'm seeing a lot of games have like 
because I think they talked about the way that games will work on this as well. Like, um, so if you buy, if you have a game for, say, an Xbox, like just a straight out or for an Xbox One or whatever, uh, if you upgrade, generally you won't have to do anything with it. There'll be like a small, a small um, update, and that'll be about it. And I think last generation they charged for that. It was like ten bucks or something. Um, yeah, to get but the this generation they're yeah, but this generation they're they're leaving that up to the developers to decide whether they want to charge or not. So um, it's, it covers in later on. But um, yeah, actually, I will just cover that now while we're here. Um, basically, that'll be happening with um, Cyberpunk is the one we've got confirmed. Um, yeah, where it'll. If if you if you upgrade your console at all, it just go, oh here's the update for free. You know you don't have to worry about it. It's just whatever console you played on, it'll have it'll perform according to that console, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I think it's awesome. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a great thing that they're they're doing. It's it's also they Microsoft are it's half on them. Well, it's not even really half really. They're just giving the developers the opportunity to use their system, their smart delivery system. However calling it smart delivery yeah yeah it, ultimately it? it's going to be up to the publishers that choose to opt into this that like, this is not going to be every game you know is just going to constantly upgrade or whatnot like that some publishers might choose like ea for example you know might choose to release a newer version mm. than still and still charge retail price for you to buy that yeah um, not that, that they with, will do that the but... last of us you have to pay essentially for a second copy yeah, exactly. Yeah, because PlayStation um, last year had to buy a new copy to get the the newer, the newer graphics. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. If you want to, you could play the original PS3 one, or you could go buy the remastered edition for PlayStation Four. And so that's what Microsoft are trying. They're eliminating, or they're trying to eliminate. They're going to do it with their own first party titles, and they've given the option to publishers to do that. So, Cyberpunk. Uh, 27.7 is the first major AAA game to say that, that they'll do that, and that's from CD Projekt Red. Obviously, they've got a very good track record of being Super quite nice. Guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting out... for EA to like have it as like a pre-order bonus. Yeah. Pre-order the game, and you get the upgrade for free. But if you yeah. don't, you have to pay like $300. Imagine that. Imagine that. little fuckers. That they are, that they are. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, they're on to something. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Here. It's going to be interesting to see what Sony comes back with as well. I mean, it's not going to be any different, but this is where the pissing contest truly begins because someone's officially released their stuff now. So, Which I think Sony are, wait, they are waiting for this. Oh, I yeah, mean, definitely. Got, uh, we all, like, everyone knows Microsoft wants this gen to be over with. Like, let's... They just, they're happy to get their console, their next-gen console out and start, you know, super fresh and get off onto the right foot. Um, but Sony are quite happy sitting where they are knowing that they've still got, you know, three or four exclusive games coming out this year. Yeah. And they're not. And they're, they're going to be big exclusive games. So, yeah, they're quite happy just taking their time, I think, and just, I think which is a smarter way to do it. I think they're just going to bide their time and that way they can just tactically kind of look at what Microsoft are doing and, you know, 
do what they can to make it seem like it's a bit better on their end or whatnot. Who knows? It's going to be an interesting few months. And mm. more interesting would be when we find out about what the hell they're doing. So uh, they're pretty quiet about it. Yeah, they'll, they'll, do, they'll do something soonish. I reckon within the next month we'll hear something yeah, about PlayStation. Surely. Well, speaking of EA before, let's uh, head into what they have to say. So EA GDC 2020 joins the very long list of cancellations. So the GDC cancellations are continuing and it looks like EA will be skipping most of their planned events. If you're a wee bit out of the loop, GDC is the Game Developers Conference. This is an annual industry show that gets a lot done. Sometimes there's new announcements or other cool events, but the big focus is typically on sessions where various developers from studios around the world talk about their games and how they created them. EA have come out and said, having closely followed the global situation with the coronavirus and the recent escalation of cases in new regions, we have decided to take additional steps to protect the well-being of our employees, including the restriction of non-essential travel. As a result, we are also cancelling our official participation at GDC and limiting attendance to other events. We are continuing to monitor the situation and will adjust our guidelines for employees as we feel appropriate. Yeah, you can't, you can't really argue with it. I think this. Yeah, is, this um, is this is affecting a lot. Uh, this this whole coronavirus situation. Um, which now has a new name, but I can't remember what it is. Something bizarre. Um, it's um, it's it's um, not. This is an early kind of convention. Is it convention or yeah, conference that is affecting? Conference. Because um, I know a lot of people are pulling out of um, E three and stuff like that because of you know the, the health risk, which which is you know totally fair. That's understandable. But I mean. The, I I I'm sure GDC will be fine because who else is pulling out of GC, GDC now? There's EA. Um, uh, it's quite a few. Sony, Tony. Kojima, Capcom. Yeah, there's a few men that have pulled out. Yeah. yeah um, that's just off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I think it has to be done though. Like, oh yeah, it's gonna be done. You gotta you gotta protect people, man. You can't fucking yeah, exactly. Go out and I mean, contage, can like get deadly diseases. Sony have come out and I mean, why not? pretty much, well, cancelled nearly everything they're doing this year. By the sounds mm, yeah. of it, they weren't. They're not going to E E three and everything like this. But also, if you read into their, their, they're also limiting their attendance at other events. So, um, EA might not be going to E three either. By the sounds of it, or anything like that. So. By the sounds of it, the only people that are going to be going to E three at this point is going to be Microsoft. Yeah, and maybe Ubisoft. They'll just be there. It's like we'll have like world premieres and just dance, and that'll be it. That's it. Yeah, they can share yeah. um, party pies and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Big... Just do it at one big yeah. stage. And I mean, yeah, maybe, that's... maybe, maybe this is that. Like, I know like a lot of people pulling out of E three this year. A lot of companies pulling out E three this year um, is to do with the coronavirus situation. Coronavirus situation, but it may be the year that. Like maybe the straw that breaks the camel's back for E3. It it could, yeah. It could I mean, maybe. I mean, there's a, there's it, a lot coming, a lot leaving. There's a lot leaving and not much coming in to replace it. And then if they have like a totally bogged out year, it's going to really affect them next year when people go, oh, we can just announce this stuff from the comfort of our own offices with you know yeah. a smart video presentation. 
Our Nintendo Direct, and then yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. How how this affects what companies do as far as marketing. Mm. You know? I think we've got yeah. I think we've got a little while. Before. I I I believe E three will be will be dying out within the next few years. I don't think it's going to be a big as yeah. big of a thing as definitely as what it has been. I mean, EA has uh, EA. E3 has died off before, um, mm. you know, and yeah, at one stage it used to be about, um, man, losing my words here. What is it? It used to be just about like the, the press and stuff like that. It really wasn't for the fans or anything like that. They used to show marketing things there and how much money they were making, you know, whatnot. It wasn't exactly uh, what it is today. But like you said, if, you know, Sony have already pulled out, I don't, you wouldn't imagine they're, they are even going back yeah, yeah what's going to take it. is you know square bethesda anything like that to start pulling out as well it's going to leave some massive holes to fill yeah well i mean even um jeff keenley is not going to be there this year and he's been there every year he's like yeah, i don't like true. what they're doing and i'm pulling out and like permanently I'm, I'm not going to another one basically well a lot of people have a problem with the the, uh, the what's their name the ESA, the EDC, the, e- EDC, ESA, I think it is the company that owns E3, runs it, and puts it all together. Yeah, there. I know that's what. No one's confirmed it, but that's what a lot of people are saying. These guys are pulling out out from is because they want to turn it into more about streamers and you know influencers, not about getting <laughs> getting getting the fans and everything in. It's about paying these people with millions of subscribers or followers or whatnot to come and promote their game when you know, they, they don't give two shits about the game really yeah yeah that's it so you can see why but time will tell it will let's move on metro studios for a games on the next gen graphics so metro developer for a games briefly discussed its ambitions for next gen graphics in a recent interview with digital foundry and after the visual splendor of Metro Exodus, any graphic tease from 4A's games is mighty tantalizing. We are fully into ray tracing, dropping old school code path techniques completely, says the chief technical officer. Internally, we experimented a lot and with spectacular results so far, so you'll need to wait and see what we implement into our future projects. The comments are the foot of our lengthy discussion of making the Metro Redux switch port, which we spoke about before, with the PS5 and Xbox Series X on the horizon. They're some of the most interesting. The focus is on ray tracing here, which is basically a lighting technique that enables GPUs to better display and account for lighting direction and reflection. In case you weren't understood of what the actual everyone's talking about when it comes to ray tracing. I want you to say the chief technical officer's name because I know you skipped There is it no way I'm saying that dude's name. <laughs> I will spell it. S H I S H K O V S T O V S. And Shishkovtov. Shishkovskivy. Shishkovtov. Exactly. <laughs> no way was I trying to pronounce that name and butcher it. So um, I want to yeah. point something out with this story. Point. You will need to wait and see what we implement with our future projects. That means they're working on something. Oh. And that's why Project. I put this story here. They're like, oh, we've like, I, I kind of read it. I like, are talking about what, like, next gen graphics. And I saw that line. I'm like, we're getting a new game for 4A games. 
Interesting. Because they're working on something. I think there was... um. I went... I did a little bit of digging. Not much. Just a little bit while I was on the train. Um... On the way on to on the way to work and yeah they're, they're very clear we have pro, unannounced projects that we're working on it'd have to be you'd, you'd guarantee one's got to be another a continuation I mean, of metro of that series yeah it'd have to be something different though because of the way yeah I understand. Yeah, the, like because mm. he said because of the way he said the way the last plural, the, way, like, the so. last name goes, it'd have to be oh, yeah. different. You know, like the like. Yeah, I mean, mild spoilers. We can we can but, spoil that surely. Yeah, mild spoilers, but like the way that Metro ends, there's no real room for an actual follow-on. Well, it depends if what ending they pick. True, if they true. go with the canon ending that you uh, survive, then you can. You can. Maybe, yeah. So, Maybe interesting. Maybe we'll get like some cool prequel or something. Or hopefully, someone else's story we... within the med. Like they'll just expand on the universe and do someone else's story. Oh, yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. That'd be the yeah, way to go, they I think. Can, yeah. They, they can do so much with this thing now that they're mm. on the surface, um, you know heaps yeah. they can go anywhere now they can go anywhere they want in any part of the world they don't have to stay in russia anymore give it from heaps of different people's point of view you can take it back before the war as well and see how that actually unfolded out yeah i think that'd be that'd be a cool spot that'd be a cool spot to see is seeing that kind of fold out from the outside world and watching just russia yeah that'd be cool hopefully um with the success of Metro Exodus, they um they've got some good money behind them, and that's why they're investing. Maybe they're branching out, doing you know a lot of these bigger studios generally have two dev teams. Yeah, maybe they've got this split up, and they've got two different jobs going, two different projects on the on the run. Maybe yeah, maybe something new as well, a new IP that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free yeah. and old man, four hour games. They um they know how to develop a game, so. I am keen, keen. Moving on to our final news article of the week. And uh, this one is about PlayStation. And it's biofeedback. So the PlayStation 5 could collect your biofeedback via optional DualShock 5 attachment. Do you want me to say that like really slow for you? Please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sony has filed for another patent, this time for an accessory that can attach to a PlayStation DualShock controller and it senses the player's biometrics, such as your heart rate or even your sweat. In an application filed by Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe over the weekend, the company is looking to patent this thing. It's pretty much a sensor attachment for a controller that would compri- uh, comprise one or more sensors obtaining biofeedback information arranged such so that one sensor is in contact with the user's hand during normal use of the controller. So something that, I don't know, it'd have to be down on the sides, I guess, on either side. So it's always... Yeah, it'd have to be on the sides. Something yeah, that's always picking you up. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just... I'm just... This is the most ridiculous shit. I mean, it's like... Bio-feedback. We're going to track your sweat, you know? Yeah. 
You don't have enough, you're not sweating enough Mountain Dew, boy. Get back in the fridge. <laughs> That's why it's, your KD uh, is going down. It's definitely an odd one. These are uh, these kind of patterns, though. Generally, you don't see them. Um, no, just, I mean, the heart rate generally one would be cool. I know they've got like, you can get heart rate sensors for like PC games and stuff. And that can be really, really interesting. Um, it could, I mean, if, I think the heart rate one, this, I mean, sweat is just fucking weird. PlayStation, just stop it. But um, the heart rate one, I can see working and seeing that being really cleverly implemented into games. That's very true. You could like, you could do some pretty cool stuff with, um, you know, horror games or anything like anything that's going to get you. Uh, hear me out with a horror game, right? All right. You, you're getting the feedback from your heart rate and you hear that through your headphones. Mm. So when, like, it's slow. You hear and it's your own heart rate though. So it varies depending on what's going on. And it's just like low in the background, just enough so you can just hear it. It would, it would be, um, it would fuck with you pretty badly. Yeah, there are. There'd be some really cool things they could do, wouldn't there? Hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I want to know what they could do with sweat, though. I mean, heart rate's cool, but and sweat's weird, but that's what I want to know. And is it just <laughs> going to be sweat? I mean, maybe just analyze it and say you need water. <laughs> you need more water. You need a water break. <laughs> And, the, uh, and then know. it comes with like a sprinkler attachment. Oh, jeez. It's going off the deep end now. A <laughs> deep end is where I like it, though. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if it comes to fruition, what it can do or what people can do with it. Because. Hey, you gotta. Uh, I think it's also. This is also stemming from the new attachment you can put on your new dual your dual shocks now which is it adds the two back buttons two more back buttons yeah um because it's it reviewed really really well apparently it's really easy to use and it works flawlessly um and it's selling really really well for them so maybe that's where it's come from it's like oh hang on we can actually attach these things to our controller and people don't really seem to mind that it's a bit more bulky or whatnot if it's giving them you know some tactile response so you know feeling back into the game maybe that's yeah where it's i mean it's giving come. them extra extra inputs which is always good so oh definitely definitely yeah. i can't i can't play a with a controller without the back buttons yeah you're like, gonna have I haven't, paddles I haven't used a, yeah i haven't used a stock controller in years years i've always used that i did once and it was of the fucking terrible yeah no nah, not nah, not for me no nah. well that about wraps it up for our news this week. You got anything else you want to add in, mate? Oh, no. Well, we were supposed to be live tonight. And there's a bit of a story here. I'll, um, I'll, I'll put some information at the end of the cast. But we were supposed to be live tonight. And we were going to do a video and do the whole YouTube thing and everything. But um, our Discord is haunted. So here we are doing the audio only. Um, I'll, very haunted. Very haunted. It was... It was mildly entertaining. Um, I'll I'll leave you as a sample at the end of the cast because it was pretty special. But um, we are trying to get back to a regular schedule. We promise. We know we've been kind of inconsistent the last few weeks. We do apologize about that. 
um, my work should be settling down next week. Hopefully, I'll have regular days off again. Twenty twenty five. Yeah, I, sh- I should be back to regular days off, and we can get back to a regular casting time. And then, once we know what days we are, we can get into getting those guests on and getting a few people Damn in for a chat. Right. We are still we are still doing that. It's it's the lifelong it's the dream, and we are we are close. Once we get a regular schedule, we'll be back, and we will get some guests on, and we'll meet some cool fucking people, and it'll be all right. Sounds good. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's sign this off. Where can people find you, man? Uh you can find me on Twitter and Mixer at Deft underscore Puppies with a Z. With a Z. Get it right. Come on, come on. And I am Grey Aussie Gamer. You can find me over on YouTube generally once a week. My best. Um, and also on Twitter. So everything Grey Aussie Gamer. Very easy to find. For the podcast, if you need to get in touch with us, it's Twitter at left underscore pod. You can also generally find us. It's meant supposed to be Tuesdays. Okay, Tuesday evenings. Over at mixer.com deft underscore puppies. We live stream it. That's about all I've got. When we want. Occasionally. <laughs> Join our Discord for notifications on when we're actually live and recording and keep up to date with all of our things, of course. Um, links will be in the description as well. Just to hijack your yeah. end of thing. No, no, no. You no, take it and run, man. Take it and run. That's all. <laughs> we shall see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I can hear you, but I can hear like super sluggish noise. Yeah, it's like there's a monster in your fucking Discord. I know, right? Doom Eternal is upon us. (laughs) Yeah. Hang on. That oh, is awesome. Shit. Oh my god. This uh, is this, this oh, alright, let's um I don't know, I'll have a look. Is it happening for you as well when you talk? Yeah, when I talk I can hear it. Weird. Alright, let's let's restart this. Thing.